1: Hello, everyone. You're listening to Battle Red Radio. I'm Matt West, and tonight. I'm joined by the Pat Summerall to my John Madden. How you doing
0: tonight, Taylor? Doing all right. I still feel like that I should be John Madden. Hey, way, hold on, hold on. What are you wearing? Well, is this round two? This is round two of the same? Did you even wash that? Uh, nah. So you're not washing your Josh Allen jersey, and instead you're just making me look at it for a second week in a row. Yeah, and by the way, I can see that you're already cheating on me with other people that you're inviting to the show. What? What is this? They don't have to look at this jersey. At least if you're going to invite <laughs> other people to the show, have them stare at this jersey so that they can at least know what I'm going through. And by the way, way to cheat on me.
1: Well, you're, you, it's the postseason, and you can not fight through your injury, so hey, the show has to go on, you know?
0: Hey, man, I'm still struggling through the injury. I know, you're you, doing you, hard. You even you told play, me I'm, I'm supposed to be doing one show a week. All of a sudden, you're surprising me. You're saying, Taylor, let's do back-to-back. You know what, Taylor? I don't need just back-to-back. I need another one. Yeah. That's what you're saying.
1: We should be doing this every night. It's the postseason. Dude,
0: you're working me.
1: It's the postseason.
0: This is insane. I'm just trying to hang out, watch Netflix, watch a crappy movie. But no, according to Matt, it's not good enough. It's the I post have to season. only be here on the podcast. It's the
1: postseason. You're selfish. You lay it all out on the line. Selfish. So are you going to be ready for Sunday night?
0: I don't know, man. I'm still going to see. I, yeah, I've, worked. I've worked Sunday. It could be slow. All right. By the way, I've just been loving watching football at work. You know what, tell me, having to work weekends and at least getting some football on Saturday is the greatest thing I've ever had. It sounds very nice. Because having to sit through college football on Saturday and listening to UT fans messaged on, like, our group message board, I'm sicking. you know what, I don't care about college, stop talking to me about your loser team, and let me just talk about the NFL.
1: Okay. Uh, Well, like, Sunday night, I'm ready for you if you're ready for it.
0: You know what, maybe. It's the playoffs,
1: you know. We got laid all on the line.
0: I may have you go into somebody else's bed that night. Bed chamber, I should say. Okay.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, did you hear the big college football news? Oh, God. Bill O'Brien's going to Alabama to be the offensive offensive coordinator. coordinator.
0: I did see that. And isn't that just because that's what a lot of guys do in order to revamp their careers so they get a job?
1: uh, It's Nick Saban's home for uh, struggling and starving head coaches who failed miserably somewhere else.
0: And here's the thing when it comes to Bill. I just don't think where he's going to be. Because you and I just were kind of talking behind closed doors here about how we le- literally do enjoy when other guys that are defensive coordinators then go to other teams. Who
1: are fired. No, we like head coaches yeah, who are fired, fired and then, and able then to go become a coordinator at another team again. But Especially on defense. Leslie what- Frazier, Steve Spagnola, Allen down in New Orleans. Uh, Todd Bowles. Top bowls in Tampa.
0: And then I still believe what's his face, even though he's retiring in Philly.
1: Nick uh, Schwartz in Philly. I'm, I'm still we in love, love with
0: Schwartz. I, I really do love it because I love the non-I-don't-give-an-F blitz defense. But when it comes to you going to Alabama as the offensive Alabama. coordinator, that's... Man, that's kind of like putting your tail between your legs and being like, okay, Daddy, let me listen to you. Th- this is definitely, I want the easiest job I can but, to rehab yeah, my image. Yeah, this is I could be
1: a- the offense coordinator at Alabama. Exactly.
0: This is taking the easy way.
1: It's the Yeah, it's the easiest thing you this can do. This is impressive. Yeah. Uh, and, well, he's going to win national championship next year. They're going to be great, and then he's going to get a head coaching job. But, like, I don't
0: know. It's going to be a college. I just Maybe. don't see an NFL team touch him. Man, he destroyed the Houston Texans. Oh, the good news is your owner is trying to destroy what you have left, by the way.
1: I don't think he's trying to destroy. I think he's just an empty vessel.
0: Dude, all he had to do was just have Deshaun help him choose. Yeah, that's all he had to do. All he had to do is have, hey, Deshaun, I'm thinking about this guy. What do you think? And then if Deshaun said no, be like, well, Deshaun, this is why I think. Well, hey, you're in Mexico
1: right now, and we have to get this guy. So we're going with this guy. If you want to be here, you can be here right now. But we have to get somebody.
0: So the guy works his tail off to get you the record that you have to at least make you uh, compatible, compatible, compatible. Competitive. That's the word I'm looking for. And that's where, come on. Come on, let, let the man vacation. If anything, you could soon Well, you call. have to get a GM soon. Yeah, I know. But, Matt, you know uh, well, what I'm my, saying. My thing, you yeah, know what I'm saying. My here. thing on
1: the Watson thing is, like, the GM... You should not promise him that he has any input in that. Fair. And he should not hire a general manager. There were uh, ex Texans that were non interviewing the Bleacher Report article about the Bill O'Brien situation. Like, you know, he made some good moves at general managers. Like, y'all, I mean, like, I understand, like, y'all are players, but no, he didn't. No, he didn't. So he's like, he, like the tonsil trade was good. The tonsil trade was atrocious. You know, it's so like a player should not have an input on their boss's boss in a way. You know what I mean? But like the head coach, like yes, they should for sure have an impact on the head coaching decision because that's who you're gonna be working with for the next like ten years potentially. But uh, the GM thing is silly. But it's like you don't promise him, hey, I'm gonna ask, you, I need your help with this, I want your input, and then not get his input at all.
0: You know what I want your input on? Friend of the show here, Andre Johnson, him saying that with Texans, they're kind of they waste yeah. players' careers, yeah, and or they waste years off the players. What would you think of that? I want your true. input.
1: He's right what? about it.
0: You're just kind of going along with
1: it. same thing. Well, like they wasted J.J. Watts' prime by dicking around the quarterback position from there. 2014 to 2017. And even then, like Rick Smith should have drafted a quarterback in 2011, something. 2000. Just like have some other backup plan. Just Instead, of be like, yeah, TJ H is try, a fifth round quarterback, and we're fine with this. Um, they had no answer for what would happen after you Neil know, Shopkind fell off. And then also, like, you know, Andre took him, I don't think Andre's career was wasted until, like, you know, it was wasted in, like, 2002, or, I mean, 2003, 2004, 2005, 2006, like, 2007 it was wasted, but, like, the back half of his career, you know, he had Schaub and they had good quarterback play then, but, yeah, I mean, like, he's right about that exactly, you know.
0: Man, I thought that was kind of just a low blow all around where I was like, hoo, good thing I'm not a Texans fan. Oh, sucker.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you aren't either. It's not very fun. It's uh, just a it's just a bunch of like just people who just sound like uh little girls screaming on the internet.
0: Well isn't that why that your your t- your correct team here is actually in the playoffs, as you can as I can tell by your jersey attire. It's the postseason. Man, you make I, me like, sick. That jersey hasn't looked like it's been washed. What's that barbecue stains on there? No, nah, I did something else. Okay. <laughs> I'm going. Oh, wait. It's barbecue. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going. Well, home. okay. It's so like out.
1: my thing is that I don't care about the Houston Texans right now. They're done playing football. They're they're bad and stupid. They lost the chance. I'm not for going anybody. that far
0: here. Let's be a little more positive. Well, they're bad and stupid. We're gonna keep Deshaun,
1: and no mental energy should be wasted on them at all whatsoever. Step on Deshaun. But you know what matters? Think about that you man. know it's good. What's good? Football is good. Football is. Uh, and this is the best round the playoffs is this weekend.
0: Thank God, Matt. Last weekend. Ugh. Okay, but
1: two you, good games.
0: Do you think that that extra playoff spot kind of hurt? It sucks. And is that kind of where maybe that's where the football too wasn't much. as good as it should have been? Because the football wasn't near as what I thought it was going to be.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It's, I mean, like, okay, thank God we got the Bears in. Thank God. God we got the Colts in. Ooh, oh no! What would we no, have that's done without on the
0: Colts in the AFC? Because they actually had wins. The yeah, Bears, but you have a direct point. The Colts,
1: on that. the Colts lost to the Jags week one. Like, that's what you get for losing the Jaguars. You know what? Fair. You know a fair you point. you want me in the playoffs? Don't lose to the Jaguars in week one. Think every
0: game is any given Sunday. Yes. Okay. But don't lose
1: to the Jags week one. And that's and that's a don't fair let point. Gardner Minshew go 19 for 20 on you. Okay. He went 19 for 20 on them.
0: Yeah, but it's because everyone thought Jacksonville's going to be the new hot team coming into the season.
1: They they really did a great job losing 15 games this year
0: yeah but now they're gonna get their quarterback in but the future. they were
1: they weren't a one in 15 team talent wise and it really is spectacular they were able to pull it off
0: by the way trevor lawrence should be happy about going jack for sure like i actually Two first, first round
1: picks 100 million dollars in cap space you're fine florida with going to Jags. no tax money
0: yeah and you got the pool in your stadium yeah I, it, that's all you want yeah oh, i'm gonna go in the pool i'll see you guys later what
1: and think about how low the bar is are you better than blake bortles We love you forever. Can you
0: grow a better mustache than Minshew? He
1: doesn't even need to grow a mustache, though. He has the locks. Oh. He doesn't need mustache.
0: Never mind. He has a mustache right now. I don't don't think
1: Minshew's that bad this year. He got hurt, you know, and and they had an awful run defense. And whenever Miles Jack got hurt, their defense fell
0: apart. Yeah, but I think wasn't the issue was, and we actually kind of overlooked him, running back in Jacksonville, what's his name?
1: And James Robinson.
0: Okay, that was impressive for this year. Yeah. And Minshew did not look impressive, but yet they're running back. I thought back Minshew really
1: was, was okay for a lot of part I don't of even the year. think he was okay. He got hurt, though. He broke his thumb.
0: Yeah, but I don't even think he was okay. I, yeah, oh, he was okay
1: like, before the injury. He was like the 18th it's best like, quarterback. See, you, know
0: what, you know what the issue is with me with Minshew? And this is where I'm going to start comparing a lot of guys to this individual. Okay. It's like a Jared Goff. It just It's not impressive to me. It's just there. No, he
1: made some impressive throws this year. You
0: think it's a step above Jared here? I don't. Uh, I mean, he, just, like,
1: he just didn't play like the same level of offense that's like perfectly designed for him. Like, Goff and Garoppolo are the same player. One's Italian and one's from California. <laughs> that's the only thing different between the two. That's Jimmy it. Jimmy G. They should just them. Jimmy G's just them. Italian Jared Goff. Where does he go? He, he's
0: not going to be there next year. No, I know. Where does he go?
1: I don't know. He, I mean, or he, he, any
0: team wants him or is he just a backup?
1: Or he's Italian Kirk Cousins, which one?
0: No, no, no. The, Italian Jared Goff? Yeah, he, okay. the Jared Goff, and the, that's what I'm saying. I've been comparing everybody to Jared Goff lately. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But well, Kirk Cousins, I have more respect for.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I don't like the Super Wild Card Round weekend. It was too many games and like, I took two naps. Like, I couldn't stay up for all three games and, Nine hours of like ten hours of football is a lot of football. The only good thing about those they did like every game one were after the other after the other, which I love. So it wasn't like a twenty minute break and here's the pregame show, just like <laughs> that was good. But uh, yeah, we don't need the Bears in the playoffs. We didn't need the Colts in the
0: playoffs. Disagree on that second part, but yeah, the Bears. Come on.
1: Well, it would have been Buffalo, Tennessee. No, 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 it wouldn't have been.
0: I was, well, either way, I don't. Never mind. Are we gonna get into Tennessee? Or you want to get into Tennessee now? Because we you already were talked right. about
1: Tennessee because you weren't here on Sunday. But well, they're they're cowards. Matter. My rail was hold on, I was
0: gonna say, did you tell everybody that you were actually right? Yeah, or no? I, yeah, I said it because I figured I that they had you to would play be Tennessee glo- brand football. football. That. And they
1: didn't play Tennessee brand football. They punted on fourth and two.
0: But the fact that you and I talked about it on the show, being like, "Hell yeah! Why wouldn't you be going on the fourth and two? That's easy peasy." Yeah, dude, what the hell? Well, what
1: was interesting about that play was third and one. They ran that handoff to Derrick Henry. You know what Henry did? We do. Rather than wait for the hole, he just tried to like, ram himself into it, got tacked, got one yard out of it, got stopped short. And it's like if you just had some patience and just waited, uh, he would have got. but he just tried to drive his way through. Like, he missed some runs last week. He was a little blind.
0: Do you think he was impatience? Do you think they were showing him something different?
1: No, nah, there was anything different at all. He was impatient. Is, yeah, he was. Well, I know that he that, struggled at that the beginning, Ryan, and they were trying
0: to boost him up, but it just seemed like that, to your point – Instead of you waiting, being like, I'm going to get these yards, it's like, no, 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 I need these yards now. Well,
1: that run was, the short yards was an issue, but he missed some cutbacks and stuff. And uh, the biggest problem they had, though, in their run game was David Questenberry's a third-string offensive tackle. You know what he played like? We played like. A third-string offensive tackle. Usually what happens. And uh, if Taylor Lewan was healthy, I think they would have won that game. And then also, like Dennis Kelly has been great this year. Um, at right tackle. Maybe it's Brian Kelly. I don't know. Tim you know Kelly's his says. brother and the offensive coordinator in Houston. I'm pretty sure it's Dennis Kelly, but um, he was like, okay. And he'd been really good all year and they really needed like a really great game from him. And their tackles just let him down the run game and really limited Henry on his own. And again, like, he missed some cutbacks. He missed some holes and made some weird decisions he doesn't usually make. And then that with the bad tackle plays would hurt their run game. And then Corey Davis gets hurt. And now it's like, here's Isaiah Wilson or whatever, this like fifth round pick from who's a rookie, who's playing on the outside. And we have nobody. We only have A.J. Brown. That's it. And that was the entirety of their offense. And they play, they, they play a bunch of man coverage against Baltimore. They didn't have the receiver talent for it. And they need a great game from Corey Davis. And he got hurt and he disappeared. And him and Henry were on the sideline, like talking to each other after the game. Did you see that? I didn't. But I, was I heard weird. about that actually. Because Henry was like, you're right, man. Like what like what happened? It seemed like he was and like Corey Davis didn't look at him at all.
0: Do you think that Corey Davis was upset with Derek or do you no, think that I maybe think it was like, just something else that was bombing? It could I be think just ha- a loss I mean, overall and maybe that the other team then went and stomped on your logo in the middle of the yeah, field. Th- that could probably be where you I just, was
1: really hoping Tennessee was getting their shot. because by the way, of way,
0: here's the thing. Don't do that. Yeah. Because then it's like, well, now I hope that you guys lose the next round because now it's just going to be we Or karma. do it after the game. Yeah, because now you're just rubbing salt in the wound here. You already won. Get the hell off the damn field already, yeah. you bunch of jackasses. I was
1: really hoping Tennessee was going to get the ball back in their shot. Because they did that, because it pushed them out field goal range, and they got first down. And it didn't matter in the end, but it could have gave Tennessee another chance, though.
0: I really hope that you have told the audience, you have our six million listeners, of how much you love the selfie cam that they have I on the field. I hate it, man. That's your favorite part. You've been I like hate it. every time we watch a game, you are like Taylor. I need another selfie moment from the defense. Oh look, here it is. I absolutely hate it, dude. You are so pissed off every time it I laugh my ass off, hoping that it happens because you are like. Look at them, bunch of grown-ass men acting I don't like children say, okay, going I don't to take that some all. selfies. That's how you act. No, this is what so I, I say every me.
1: time I say. Be an adult. See, that's what I mean. Be a professional. It, it, it hurts the integrity of the game whenever, <laughs> oh, it's a fumble recovery <laughs> in a 30-7 to 7 Cleveland game. You're chain and you freak oh, out the, chi- the defense. <laughs> that's for chain children. See,
0: look. this. It's for had. children.
1: It's just, I mean, for me, it's more about like the responsibility of being I love an adult. making you look
0: like old man mad here. God, you're such a dad these days. What's so with you? Those, Get that, off my lawn already. Yeah, the
1: turnover change in an adult, absolutely embarrassing. The going up to the camera, not as embarrassing, but it's like, you
0: know... Yeah. It, <laughs> I, love, I love watching game. The game's, games a sanctuary. Have has selfies. some integrity,
1: you know? Be an adult, you know?
0: God, it's my favorite part of the game now. I think of you every time. You
1: know, I, what I like, I like sitting on the bench and the camera comes up and you give the number one finger... You give it, you blow a kiss kiss the camera, you shout your mama. I like that, but going up to the camera like
0: that, I don't like it. I need to start doing that. We need to start having a camera here so I can start taking no, selfies whenever I film you year. on like a, a segment. Just go up, me like yeah, throw up the deuce, and then like point at you and flick you off. Yeah. I think the
1: only way we could do is we could do Twitch stream at your house and then point your your MacBook at us while we record on this.
0: That'll work. The problem is we definitely have to black our face. We're too good looking to for masks. people to see. Yeah. We just can't have these faces out there in public.
1: Yeah, we can wear masks. Good God. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, so last week, I went 2-4. and four, You went 2-4. and four. On the year, I'm 42-34-4. You're 35-39-3.
0: It was rough. And you know what, though? Because you and I did give us all those losses there. To be honest with you, I feel like I'm still 500, at least, of the season. And I love that. That's yeah, you pretty are. pretty damn I mean, impressive. Because you think- did give us all those losses for that week. For that week we didn't pick. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, overall, I'm like, you know what? That's not bad. And even last week, last week was ugly football. I wanted some upsets to happen. They just didn't occur for me. Except for Cleveland. But Phillip has to just throw the ball. Well, no, you got that pick, though. it doesn't matter. I don't count it. I'm just saying it's like, Rivers, this is where I'm trying (laughs) for you. I'm trying to make you look better than what you are, where Matt is talking crap. All you have to do is get in field goal range. That's it. But, no. You get all the way up until the forty, and then you say, "I can't do it anymore."
1: You know they had a, a twelve-play, thirty-nine-yard drive.
0: That's why what twelve-play, thirty-nine yards? How is that yards. possible?
1: Oh, uh, they're down by three points. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Twelve watch, plays, thirty-nine yards.
0: Watching that last drive really just hurt me on the inside. I'm like, "This is why. This is why." You know, I was just so confused by he that. He can't be in the Hall of Fame because of that last well, drive. I mean, he's
1: thirty-nine years old.
0: Well, yeah, but does he get in the Hall of Fame? I think so. I don't think he does. I that last drive. Does I won't Tony point Romo
1: to him. get in the Hall of Fame? If uh, Romo gets in, Rivers well, should get in.
0: Hold on, no. Well, then Rivers now, shouldn't get in. It doesn't matter to me because no matter what, Tony Romo's going to be in the NFL Broadcasting Hall of Fame.
1: And maybe the, I think it's the same thing.
0: Yeah, so either way, he's Rivers going to be Rivers may join the booth. I think it's going to be hilarious.
1: I can see Rivers doing Monday Night Football.
0: When he's yelling at people saying, Jesus Christ!
1: No, he doesn't say, God damn it, kerfuffle! <laughs> going to
0: say, he has to say those things. He's not going to cuss. Yeah. But he's going to get angry, really angry.
1: I do. No, I mean, like, I'll miss watching Phil Williams retires because you're just like... Philip Rivers is absolutely dag-nabbit as he kerfuffled right now. (laughs) It's always fun saying things like that. I'll
0: just miss the dancing feet. Oh, my God. That fourth and two throw to Pittman, he took a
1: 17-step drop.
0: I'm pretty sure I was watching Luck of the Irish on Disney Channel with his tap dancing routine. Like he was doing an entire routine on. He that had last fire drive. ants
1: on his nuts, that's what it
0: is. and he had his like hands on his side, like doing the whole thing. <laughs> and he nuts. overthrew Pittman because of it's so, like you just relax. Seen his feet on that last drive. You need to go back. I'll post that, it. I guess. That's the greatest footwork I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, he has fire ants on his genitals on that one. Uh, I mean, like, look, we had two good games. The Buffalo game was good um the ravens game was good you were so nervous yes i was absolutely nervous nervous. i did not know how much i loved josh allen and the buffalo bills until that game i was like i was sweating i had adrenaline going i had cortisol going i was yelling at the dog you're such a true um i was losing it you know and what's funny is like i bet on that game and i lost my bet because allen took that 18 yard fumble sack and they almost lost because of it but uh yeah, thank God for, I think Daryl Dawkins was the one who recovered it. But the lines for this week in the division round, we'll do the AFC first. It's Baltimore, Buffalo. The Bills are two-point favorites. Cleveland, Kansas City. Kansas City are 10-point favorites. In the NFC, we have LA, Green Bay. The Packers are six-and-a-half-point favorites. We have Tampa Bay, New Orleans. The Saints are three-point favorites. So, Baltimore, Buffalo, this is Saturday night. You want get to get it, get it out of you? What, what you do you mean? Mean get it out of you? What do you mean get it out of me? I know you have some Josh Allen tirade just in your guts right now. You need to get out. Expunge to be honest it. with you, I, got, it. I hear have it. nothing okay. because
0: I wasn't disappointed in Josh last week. I wanted to be, and I wanted to be able to talk a lot of smack coming in here, making fun of your stupid-ass jersey, but I'm really not talking anything against him. I think that he should have been able to move the ball better in certain scenarios Been able to at least put more pressure, put more points up on Indy. Mm. But Indy, you didn't give them credit all season, and I did. I did like their defense. I liked their defense all year. You didn't give them as much credit. I was just
1: like, at one point, they were like third in DVOA. I'm like, I don't think they're that good. They had finished like seventh or whatever. It's like, that's about as good as I think they were. Like, not top five solidified like that, but like, you know, around the bottom of the top 10.
0: But it's like kind of a bend and not break defense. Yeah, sure. But for I would sure. say that it's more of a step above that. I would say that you guys are one notch above that when it comes to the quality of defense like a, that you like have. A,
1: like a golf club or something. Yeah, yeah. You can break it, but you really have to try. Exactly,
0: exactly.
1: But the Bills are a bad matchup for them because they have a spread passing attack. They can stretch them horizontally. Uh, my favorite part about that game, though, is that touchdown pass to Stephon Diggs. Because all game, like they're waiting for man coverage and a I single high safety and the blitz, and they're waiting all game for it. And they brought it out. And you see, uh, uh going back and watching it, like, Allen comes to the line scrimmage. He sees where the safety is. He sees the other, he sees the other safety. He checks the dig. He goes back in the shotgun, audibles it, gets man coverage of TJ Kerry digs, Diggs, and Diggs wins his matchup. And he also looks off the safety, holds them in the center field, and hits that throw. Like, they go up 10 and then. Yeah, you know, Indy storms back and scores immediately and made that you know, brought it within a one score game again um right away. But like that was my favorite part of that game though. Just like the intelligence, the fact they waited all game for it, had it set up whenever they got that look and executed, like that's what football's about.
0: Yeah, I guess so. For me, I just feel like that maybe Andy let the game slip. Overall, I was not impressed with the Buffalo defense going on their side of the football. They just
1: didn't tackle that well.
0: It it just seemed like that Indy had the shots and they just missed it because we had tap dancer in the pocket.
1: I don't think they really had shots. And the biggest thing is like Buffalo just didn't tackle. And really, they ran the same route. They ran three crossers and then one of them would go whoop up the field. And they just ran that same route combination over and over
0: again. You mean Hail Mary pass was a vertical four or vertical two? Isn't that what they have in Madden?
1: I think it's four verts. Yeah, that's exactly what it seemed like. They tried to throw it at T.Y., but T.Y. couldn't do it against Tredavious. No,
0: Uh, but overall, when it came to Buffalo and the whole offense, it just seemed like that their running game still didn't get it going. Zach Moss, they tried to put a little bit of pressure there at the beginning. He made some moves, but overall, it's still flat. Mm -hmm. You're still going on a Josh Allen or Buzz situation, and I hate to tell you this, too, but if they were to play like this against... Baltimore. Watching that Baltimore defense last week, talk about something that really was impressive to watch. I was not expecting that to happen. And if they were to act like this against Josh Allen and these receivers, well, the, Colts for him, have, the Colts
1: have a better defense than Baltimore does.
0: Hey, I'm only I'm not saying that overall. I'm talking about the way Baltimore's defense played. Yeah. Like I mentioned, I was not expecting that to happen for the way they looked. They were swatting. They looked good. They were, like, bodying up guys. They were, like, man. They tackled
1: great. Yeah. But but again, like, the thing about Baltimore is they play man coverage – they play a single high, but, and they have one receiver who could beat man coverage in A.J. Brown. And even then, it's Marlon Humphrey against Brown. You're able to get 80 yards out of that. So you're You can't get that, 160 yards out of it. You're with Buffalo's
0: going to be able to take advantage then with Diggs with, paying, with playing their defense. Well, it's
1: not necessarily... Like, I think Diggs versus Humphrey is the possibility. Like Diggs is going to get yards. Like He's not... Nobody's gonna lock down Stefan Diggs, you know,
0: single-handedly. I mean, he's like easy, he's not a top three receiver in the league, man. Yeah, yeah. Like AJ Brown had eighty yards. He
1: had one touchdown drive on his own in that game, and uh, just by winning like slot uh, favor routes, you know, against Humphrey in those situations, and they just had Humphrey fall him throughout the game. So then they'll, they'll do the same thing. But then, like, what's interesting is like once you get past Peters and Humphrey. And you get to Jimmy Smith, who's like 37 years old, and he gets to Baltimore's fourth and fifth cornerbacks, and then now you have like John Brown, who's healthy again. Cole Beasley, he's like knees hurt. It's like he's good until he ca- until after he catches the ball, and then he just lays down. Uh, but Gabriel Davis like is great.
0: in a gliding motion across. Yeah, balling. he catches he did it five and falls. For first down though, if he knows yeah, he's yeah. doing the first down, he'll fight for it. I mean, he's been
1: awesome. He just has that knee injury, and hopefully, he's better this week. And then, uh, you know, is good in the passing game. Knox is more of like a decoy than an actual receiver. And, like, Isaiah McKenzie's, like, really fast. You know, you can catch some jet, jet sweeps and that sort of thing. But I think, like, Baltimore wins this game. It's not going to be one with Diggs. It's going to be one with John Brown, Cole Beasley, and Gabriel Davis. And it's, like, how you attack Baltimore past, uh, you know, Marcus Peters. And, like, you can get Peters as well, too. He likes to take some risks, and he reads patterns really well. But, uh, like, that Kansas City game, a lot of things they did was, like, all right, here's what post route usually looks. Oh, now I'm gone. And like you know, Peters is just really aggressive and reads routes and knows make, what route if you you're running. Stutter up yeah. and if
0: you can get him to be able to just jump forward yes, a tad bit, exactly. you're gone. Because you and I go back and forth with Peters all the time, even last year. Man Talk about a guy who's overrated, all right? All because
1: he does is pick the ball that's off. That's
0: it. And it's like, man, when you miss, you miss. Yeah. But when you get and he it, hates you tackling. That's all he it. absolutely hates tackling. Well, I think he was the one that maybe moved out of Derrick Henry's way a couple of times. But either way, no, I'm talking about previous yeah, games. Yeah, obviously. He didn't get the chance this yeah, week. Yeah, but I meant previous games. But when it comes to Peters, that's what I've always talked so much smack about. I just hate the fact that he goes for it much more. and. That's what made him a top corner. People still think that he gets it more than he misses.
1: I think Pierce is still like
0: I don't know. I'm don't, not. I'm not. I'm, I'm like one of the 15
1: player. best cornerbacks in
0: football. But you and I also argue about Ramsey all the time. Yeah,
1: um, but like that's what like the the Ravens haven't played an offense like Buffalo since they played Kansas City, and in that game, Kansas City scored I guess 34 points pretty easily. I don't know. We're not talking yeah. about. Yeah, I know. No, I'm just saying again. The God team. Matt. I understand this, That's but Jesus like Jesus himself. So if Kansas City's like, what's your favorite beer? What's your favorite fancy beer? It's a jellyfish, okay? All That's right, we'll Kansas City. Uh, Buffalo's like, if Kansas City is a jellyfish, then Buffalo could be like, I don't know a shiner light or something. Like, it's that version of, like, spread passing attack, but just, like, not quite as good, you know? And so, but whenever Baltimore went up against a team like that, like Kansas City, they gave up 34 points, and constantly they were able to manipulate their route, their route combinations and their routes and camouflage them and turn to something else to take uh, deep shots against them. And then the other thing uh, Buffalo did a lot, that, or Baltimore did a lot that game, too, is they blitzed a ton, and this team can't get pressure to their front four. Ngakwe is like Leonard Floyd, where like he'll go to Los Angeles next year and have 12 sacks, but he's not a guy who can't win a town one versus one matchups on his own. And he has that one move where he does that jump rip and that's really it. Campbell's old but he's okay. Wolf has been Wolf had a really great game last week. Matthew Judon's good, but like all in all, they struggle to get front four pressure. And it's like they're gonna have to blitz Josh Allen. And you don't want to blitz Josh Allen. But you can, but it has to be perfectly executed and devour him. And so the point I'm trying to make is like Baltimore has a good defense. You're
0: like drilling out of your mouth whenever you say Josh Allen. I'm sorry. Can you like wipe that off for me? It's a little. It's just getting a little bit too intense over there. You're sweating right now. Just relax, okay? I get it. All right. Oh my god. Well, I guess the point I'm trying to
1: make is like, Baltimore hasn't played an offense like this since they played Kansas City in Week Three. And Baltimore's play multiple defenses similar to Baltimore's. They play New England's. They play Miami's. They played Arizona. In those games, uh, Josh Allen was, are you ready for it? 112. Give
0: me your boys' numbers here.
1: Against defenses similar to Baltimore's. Uh-huh. 112 for 163, a 68.7% completion percentage, 1,397 1, yards, 11 touchdowns, 2 interceptions, eight point five seven yards in attempt, 31 points a game. And, like, I'm expecting ba- Buffalo to be able to score, like, 30 points against this Baltimore defense. And I think Baltimore is not ready for this, like, level of passing attack. Because, again, like, they haven't seen a team that can throw the ball like Buffalo can since they played in Week 3 against Kansas City.
0: All right, my man. I let you just go on and on. Because I know that the sweating over there is not just because <sighs> you're hot and heavy for your Allen, <sighs> But it's also because you're a little nervous.
1: I'm not. The only thing I'm nervous, nervous about...
0: Matt, what's the degrees here? Is it a snowy game too?
1: 32 degrees, a little uh-huh. snowy.
0: We got a little snowy. I
1: think it just helps Allen, though.
0: But here's the thing for me. I think this should bother you because what you've even taught me this season with your Buffalo Bills, the one thing they don't really do well against is the run.
1: No, they can't run the ball. Their run defense has gotten better since the bye. And since the, since the bye, their defense has gotten better. Their run defense, their pass defense. It's not bad. It's not great. It's good, though. It's pretty good.
0: For me, this is the one team where I'm not that confident in. After watching Baltimore last week, I know I've given everything hatred towards Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens, and I do not believe them. Chalk this up. I do not care. I actually believe that they can beat the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I think they can too. And that's not me just thinking that they're a better team. I just think that they're fit in order to beat the Buffalo Bills. And it's because they'll be able to waste time where I'll put it to you this way. Josh Allen, you and I have talked, is not going to have the running game. So there's not really way time. Yeah, Josh time. Allen is their run game. It, exactly. So unless he is going to be that superhuman, which I'm not saying he's not going to be. So stop getting I'm your not, jersey I'm all tied up and knots. <laughs> I'm but listening to you. I want I, I just think that Baltimore is going to be able to take advantage of being able to run the ball in a snowy weather game. Where what Lamar Jackson showed last week is, I'll be able to pass. I'll take the shot when Brown has that one-on-one coverage. I'll just throw it down there to give him that chance.
1: Yeah. Well, I I will say this: that like game you're talking about last week with Baltimore, how many points did they score? Twenty. 20? Twenty. 20? Yeah, and the Titans have bottom-five defense. Yeah. And they scored twenty points. Hey, hey, that's the, like again, like I did think Baltimore's offense is pretty good last week, mainly because Man, they, fi- they finally they finally threw the ball. No, understand. I understand. I understand. Stop yelling at me with your jersey. Uh, I'm uncomfortable. But like they fi- I think like everybody was really excited about Baltimore's offense last week because Marquise Brown existed. Like. Oh, you can throw yeah. the ball a sideline? Oh, it, you can get him the it, football. But it impressed me. And Come on. You've
0: been saying that you wanted that though yeah, all season. Yeah, for well, sure. He made two throws it. down
1: the sideline. But it
0: was more than what I thought he would make. For sure. And yes. he threw one
1: interception. I was like, there's the lower. There we Jackson. go. We had one, but still. What, what concerns me as a Buffalo Bills fan is that Buffalo is has the six most mis- missed tackles this year. You just call yourself a Buffalo Bills fan. Yeah, as a Buffalo Bills I mean, you fan. Just sit <laughs> on this podcast
0: you just call yourself as a Buffalo yeah, Bills yeah. fan. Look,
1: I'm a Texans fan. And then I'm a Bills, cool. Titans. By the way, you
0: didn't even go down when you said Bills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You said Texans here with your hand, and then you said Bills in like the okay, same so area. I'm a, I'm a
1: Texans, Bills, <laughs> Titans football team yeah, fan. Yeah, now, right.
0: make, now put an emphasis on it.
1: Uh, but as a Buffalo Bills fan, one thing that gives me concern is the fact that <laughs> they have the six most missed tackles this year. That's a hard thing to say. The sixth, sixth most, most missed, tackles. missed tackles this year. That's why we're professionals. And one of the things the Ravens are really great at is missing tackles. Like Lamar Jackson, like, and they met is like, you can play 99% great defense. All he needs is a crack. And that touchdown ready had the Titans ran into your loop stunt. They try to create some pressure. And now the whole B gap's so open because you got caught. And now you're playing man coverage. And now everybody's back is turned. And now he has 20 yards of space to run and get to and outrun you guys. And yeah, he missed one tackle and was gone there. And so that's something that concerns me, though, is just because of uh, like Buffalo's defense, I thought played great in the run as far as like getting to the tackle. But once they got to the tackle point, they missed way too many tackles. Zach Taylor was able to carry them. I guess Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, actually. Zach Taylor's the coach in and Cincinnati. We
0: were actually looking at Jonathan Taylor being like, this is actually not that bad. He's actually yeah. looking pretty good here. Well, and they,
1: I mean, they hit him and they stopped him behind a lot of scrimmage, but he just carried them four extra yards too yeah. many times. And that's what hurt um, their defense a lot last week. The other thing that concerns me too is Brian Dable had two possessions against Indianapolis where he went run, 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 punt. Again, you have you don't have a run game. I understand like you can you need to run it sometimes. You're gonna have to run it sometimes. I understand that. That was a weird thing. But you can't go run, run, run. Do you run. think
0: that it was just wasting the time off the clock? Because even for me, I was sitting there going.
1: I think you're he really was trying to get safeties down in like the box. You're really
0: early on this. Like, What are we doing here with this? Because you see what Josh Allen was even doing. He was really getting some running plays himself. Yeah, to be those draw to, plays are awesome. It actually worked out. So with them then turning around and handing it off, I'm sitting there going, well, what the hell's the point yeah, of this? Yeah, so, I couldn't believe that. That doesn't make any sense. Obviously, you know it's been working for you all game. Let's go against that. The only thing I had is that they were trying to just waste the clock. Yeah. Which then put Indian a chance to win the game. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that first drive,
1: it. they went run, run, pass, and Allen missed that throw on the sideline. And then after that, he was like, those throws on the sideline were absolutely spectacular. And then they scored, and then the third possession, they went run, 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 punt. And they had another one Those the second half. were like, just don't do just this. stop doing that. Stop doing this. We don't need to do this. And it also hurt their field position, too, going back the other way. Um, the last thing I have here before we make our predictions, last year when Baltimore played Buffalo, um, Baltimore's offensive DVO, DVOA was negative 43.2%, and they scored 24 points. And they won a one-score game against Buffalo last year. And the difference in that game was the fact that Josh Allen couldn't throw the ball past 15 yards. Now he's one of the best deep throwers in the league. And, like, I know Buffalo's defense isn't as good, but Baltimore's offense isn't as good this year. And they've played each other before. Like, Baltimore—I mean, Buffalo's defense has already had success— against Baltimore's offense. And like, I think the key to them is just getting great linebacker play. They have two really great safeties. And then how they use um, Taven Johnson as the overhang, I think it's kind of going kind to of be the key in this game for them defensively is how well he's able to play those reads and be able and then on the interior just being able to not get pushed back on those double teams in their counter run game. So I don't know. I think it's a, I think it's a good matchup for Buffalo. And uh, I have them winning 30-20. Uh, to 20.
0: Whoa, what's the line here?
1: Two points, Buffalo.
0: Okay, well, that's actually weird. Yeah. Either way, when it comes down to this, really, it's a pick
1: Two points, Buffalo. At home, in 32 degrees, a little bit snow. Yeah, that's a
0: little strange to me, but I actually do have Baltimore for this. And I have it at a low score. I have it at 26, Baltimore. I have it at 24, the Bills. And I just think it's going to be coming down to a last drive from Josh Allen. And I don't think he's gonna get it this time around. He can't
1: be too crazy. And like I know, like that's what makes me love Josh Allen is this is the stupid stuff. There's gonna be shots, but you there. can't do the stupid stuff this game.
0: And he needs to be able to play it safe against this Baltimore Ravens. In my, well, opinion. he can't play it safe. That's the issue. He there. can't. That's why I think they're going to lose.
1: I mean, like the way like he plays, he can't play it differently. Because if not, they won't score enough points. I know, but that's that my issue. It's because no, this good. overall
0: team is just relying mm-hmm. on this man. No, they're good. Man, you are going to be fine. Man, I, just, I mean, he is the
1: entirety of their offense.
0: All I know is that the jersey's gone next week. That's all I'm trying uh, to say. The uh-uh. jersey is gone next week, and I don't ever have to see it again. That's until the next main year. point. No, yeah, Well, yeah, until, until next, next year <laughs> when your new team starts, yeah. whatever this is. Uh, so, next That's game here sick.
1: Cleveland, Kansas City. The Chiefs are 10 point favorites. What are we doing talking about this? So, I spent. <laughs> you want me to try to make the case for Cleveland? Yeah, because let's do let's do it like that. Let's try to make the case for Cleveland. To make this game interesting. Okay. So one of the things they have going for them is they have Miles Garrett, who it's either him or Aaron Donald for defense player of the year. Miles Garrett's better than TJ Watt as far as a pass rusher goes. Um but like I going agree. up going up against Eric Fisher, one of the things I was watching was Trey Hemrickson's game against Eric Fisher in week fifteen in that Saints game. And like Henriksen's not as good as Miles Garrett, but like he's a premier edge rusher. And it's in the same vein as Garrett. Um, but like one of the things that Henriksen did really well is he was reading Patrick Mahomes' drop back. So on short drop backs, he was bull rushing. On deeper drop backs, he was taking an edge rip and more of a deeper uh, pass rush move. And like he was able to win in both directions. He had a sack, a forced fumble, five quarterback hits that game. Miles Garrett can do the same thing this game. He needs to. And on the right side, they have Mike Remmers playing back again. They can even play Mike Remmers over there. I'll be interested to see if they play Adrian Claiborne at all against the left tackle just because Claiborne's a little bit bigger and he can kind of be more of like a bull rusher and be able to kind of terrorize Eric Fisher there. But the interior of the Chiefs' offensive line is bad. It's uh, Ryder, Wiley, and that Italian guy, Allegretti. <laughs> and the Browns have a great interior, Larry Ogunjobi and Sheldon Richardson. They have to win that ma- those matchups. All four of those matchups they have to win. They have to be able to get pass rush, win without blitzing, and uh, potentially be able to create some turnovers with their front four alone. And they have, like, they have to do that as a bare minimum. Um, and they're able to get a turnover, and Cleveland goes up. Now you feed into you know, Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt. You know Chubb is averaging five point four yards a carry.
0: Why are you surprised? He's chubby. That's a lot. <laughs> That's what he does. What chubby does. That's a lot. Uh, and like we the hunt Chiefs, the chubby in this household. Yeah,
1: and the Chiefs have. The 31st run defense by DVOA, so the Browns get a lead and they can, you know, run the ball like that. Hit, stick with their outside zone run game, feed them as much as possible, run their bootleg game, um, kind of run their like their typical breakers where instead of like, oh, yeah, this is usually what we run. Now we're gonna break our tendencies and run this and do a little bit change to it, create some big plays, and like maybe they do that. But even if they do all that, that being said, the issue is that. Kansas City's passing offense is so good that they can fall down 24 points and come back and win. And do you know who Cleveland's cornerbacks are?
0: Hold on. Hold on. I thought we were supposed to be making the defense okay. on why they're going to. Can I do my defense? Yeah, yeah. Now? All right. So my defense is this simple: they can win if on the first play for Kansas City and the Chiefs, they snap the ball over Patrick Mahomes' hat That's and a then they idea get a that. touchdown. That's the only way that uh, the Cleveland Browns are going to be and able to win then, this
1: game. And <laughs> even
0: then, they <laughs> can lose 31-7. to Even then, they can lose 31-7. to Because the problem with the Kansas City is, I'll let you now continue. Matt, you showed me this last week. Who the hell are the cornerbacks for the Cleveland Browns? Can you please name them for me? All right.
1: MJ Stewart, Robert Jackson. Who the hell are these people? Terrence Mitchell. Ooh. And Denzel Ward's back.
0: Is that helping me?
1: Uh, a little bit.
0: <laughs> is that even your reaction to that it doesn't tell me a lot.
1: It's a little bit of salt. Like, Denzel Ward's really good, but the issue is, like, what do you do past Denzel Ward?
0: I think what you and I were really talking about with the Pittsburgh Steelers is kind of what I was mentioning last week here. Pittsburgh Steelers are disgusting. They were false. This was a lie. Everything that they looked like, what I told you, Dallas should have been able to beat them. So the way they were just looked terrible. But as the game went on, it was like what you said. Oh, the Steelers finally realized that the Cleveland Browns' corners like, are terrible.
1: Yeah, it seems like 11 minutes on the second quarter. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are so stupid. It's,
0: and it took them that long to realize it when they've already played that team twice in the regular season. So that was already Pittsburgh Steelers just being a bad football team. When it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs... And they
1: fired everybody. You see that? Uh, yeah, Defensive line su- coach, offensive coordinator.
0: I'm not surprised. You would have to, because at this point, you can't blame the divas on your team, which you have one in the making, mm-hmm. who just cares about talking smack and dancing, and who is not—he's gone. He's not backing up anything. Yeah,
1: he's gone. You know what Juju Smith-Schuster does? I have two great outside receivers, and I run through the middle of the field. Nobody's around me. Matt,
0: good. <laughs> the fact that Antonio Brown, you and I called the Joker and everything. You and I make those jokes all the time, but. The fact is, we know that Antonio Job most likely is going to be able to get a job, and that's just because the talent is undeniable, Where it's just disgusting to watch. With Juju, I don't know where the talking has started, and I don't know who told you, man, you're much better than what you think. No, 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 you're not, and in fact, you have proven nothing to anybody, because he has not looked good this season. And he, he's
1: like, no, I mean, like, he's looked good at times, but again, it's it's times. in that matchup, though. It's like he's used the, Like, okay, Robbie Anderson can't this just year. Throw it to the man. Yeah, like, Robbie Anderson, Carolina is a great example. Like, Anderson was, they, or like, all those receivers, they were like, because of how good they are on the outside, of their talent just running posts and drags to interior, you're gonna ha- have some open shots. But DJ
0: Moore looks great, by the
1: way. Anybody can do
0: that. I don't know what DJ. No, DJ Moore's man. No,
1: I'm talking about like with Juju, like what he yeah, did in yeah, Pittsburgh. Exactly. You can get like that's like Randall. like being like, oh, Randall Cobb was good in Dallas in 2019. Yeah, because the middle field's wide open because they Gallup and Cooper on the outside.
0: Yeah, but a team would never pay him 15 million dollars, so it doesn't really matter. Well, I,
1: they paid Cobb I think nine a year, <laughs> and Juju's <Gigi's laughs> probably gonna get more than yeah, and they can't cut him until next year as well, too, probably. Either
0: way, when it comes to going back to the Pittsburgh shows in June, I'm done with the talking and uh, also the, no running game. And the fact, by the way, this is what I love about Pittsburgh shows and football in general. When you're down 20 points and you hand the ball off to your running back, I think that there is something wrong with you. I think you have a mental disability. Yeah. Because the, no matter what anybody says, oh, well, Taylor, you got to make sure you establish the run still, make them put them on. What defense, when you're up by 20, is going... I don't want you guys to run. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Here comes the handing off. Oh, here's a seven-yard gain. Yeah. You, oh no! This is hurting us. Hey,
1: clock! Keep on going.
0: Yeah, you're wasting time, and the defense is laughing at you. At least pass the ball. But no, Pittsburgh Steelers are gross. But to make the defense for the, can't. Let's go back. Cleveland Browns. I have no defense for him, man. Unless the snap goes over the head, then to your point, Chubby in the hunt can then be able to run the ball control. And their
1: defensive line just overwhelms Kansas City's offensive line. And even then, Mahomes is so good against the pressure.
0: So here's my thing on how you and I are speaking. I want to add this about Juju.
1: Pat McAfee reported that he wants to go to a bigger market for his audience. He's a a basketball player. It's like you talk about Odell. Odell's a basketball player. He wishes he, he was in the NBA. He to be NBA. a basketball player. Yeah, yeah. He's, not, he's not a football player. He's a basketball player.
0: Odell wishes that he was on the Houston Rockets and able to gain 50 pounds and then be traded yeah, away for good. just peanuts on the dime. Yeah. That's what you want.
1: Uh, yeah, for sure. God, so, I wish I yeah. he
0: was able to gain 50 pounds like James Harden and show up to war and be like, I don't want to do this anymore. Did Get you, rid <laughs> of me.
1: There are some funny memes where they were like Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and they just put Mark Henry the ex WWE wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was good.
0: Oh my god. He So there so
1: sense? I've been I saw this idea come up a few times while I was doing some research. Just like as you scroll through stuff and like you like videos autoplay or whatever. Idea for who? And there's this idea about the Kansas City Chiefs that you know they weren't that great this year. That I agree. Or, and that, like, um, yeah, about this they're too. shaky right now. They're The Chiefs are shaky. I agree. I do think, like, the possibilities open this game that they're going to come out a little rusty. They haven't played since Week 15. You know? and they, Well, they they played Week 16 against the Falcons. They scored 17 points against the Falcons. They didn't play Week 17 against Los Angeles. They didn't play last week. I think they come out a little rusty this first half. And, like, I think it's very possible, like, we'll go to the second half and we'll be like, what's kind of going on here? And then Kansas City will break this game open after that point on, but...
0: Matt, let's make it like an old let's see how old our audience is. Is let's make a spinal tap reference. Is when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs, you and I have talked about the switch here. So when it comes to just them turning it up, they're gonna start at like probably four or five when it comes to
1: the like one.
0: But then <laughs> it's just gonna keep turning up and then when it hits the fourth quarter, it's supposed to just go up to ten, but they can go up to eleven.
1: I think like the third I think, I think like by the third quarter it's gonna be at fifteen.
0: And it's because we can't see they need that extra mm. They need extra boom. And why can't you just make 10 louder? Because we have 11. Yeah. That's what Kansas City has. They are the ones that have that edge over anybody else. They have the Pima homes where you and I are talking about it. I do not give a damn about how rusty and how crappy they look. I think it's a switch. Yeah. I think it's one of those fans where you're just turning it and it's getting quicker and quicker and quicker. All they need is a quarter. And we
1: saw it in the New England game they lost in overtime two years ago in Mahomes' second year. We saw it last in the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter. We saw it in the third quarter against Houston. They just need one quarter is all they
0: need. And it's this easy, too. The moment the Cleveland Browns punt, game over. Maybe. That's where I'm at with it. That's as easy as I'm going to make it to everybody. The moment Cleveland punts, it's game over. Yeah, you would have to be able to score. I don't even care if it's a field goal. You have to score on and every have to go time for you and touch the ball down
1: in their territory. Yes, fourth and two, you have to go. Fourth There's, and four, you gotta you're go for midfield, it. you
0: midfield, you have to go for it because you just have to expect that when Mahomes touches that ball, he is going to score. Yeah. That's well, what you have to go in thinking.
1: And the last thing about this game I'm going to add is Cleveland. If they do fall behind, can they win from the shotgun? Can Baker bake from the gun? You know, and and the other thing but is like. Can't. But, well, he he and did, some he did right against now. Baltimore. He did not against New York. He can get a little funky back there. But, like, can he win from, like, four wide receiver empty sets? But the other thing is, like, Cleveland has a really good run game from the shotgun formation, too. Like, they can really break some big runs out of, uh, out of just, like, without a tight end on the field at the same time. And it's like, if they fall behind, can they still keep that run pass balance from the shotgun and uh, be able to, like, you know, keep up with Kansas City in any sort of way they fall behind by seven points or whatever? But... I do think this is going to be a game where Cleveland's going to be... Uh, it's going to be weird. I think at the halftime, be like, what is going on here? Huh?
0: Huh? I mean, we're going to start turning and then on being like, as what's what's on. Whoa. Yeah.
1: And then as soon as the third quarter hits and like there's seven minutes left, I'm going to be like, oh, okay,
0: it's time to go home. And that's where it just starts turning up. Or then they flip it to 11. Yeah. Just what's going to occur. Which, you and I are speaking. I hope it does. I but hope understand. so too. Like, this is I want a good just, half. I, I want...
1: I want Kareem Hunt to stiff-arm Matthew into the core of the earth.
0: I talked so much smack about P. Mahomes at the beginning of the career, but I'm done, and I hope that this is just destruction. Yeah. This is just what I want this team to be. I mm. want you to guys to be a slaughterhouse. Yeah. Well, I,
1: I think Mahomes is 25. Allen's 24. I think Lamar's only like 24 also.
0: This is a slaughterhouse. Show and me ba- the blood. I think
1: Baker is like 25 also. We have four young quarterbacks in the AFC left. Great. I'm glad the old guys are out of here.
0: Well, it just shows you that some of the old guys need to be going. By the way, the yeah. ones that have been eliminated, bye-bye.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I think Roethlisberger's going to play another year. Why? I don't know if Phillip will. Philip may not. Big Ben should not he's be able to play again. <laughs> it's
0: this easy, he's now. He's going to. He has no velocity on the throws anymore. It doesn't matter. He tipped, wants like, to play. They're tipped every single time. He wants so to play. It's worse than what Drew Brees has. Drew Brees just has a duck arm where it seems like it's taking forever for the ball to actually touch the receiver. Yeah, he's
1: going to play next okay. year. i want james in pittsburgh though
0: okay here we go with back to james winston i want james Pittsburgh. taysom hill is better than james
1: they're different i I, I, know this is what i I want if i was running a team you know i would do what would you do man i would hire greg roman from uh from baltimore and i would trade for taysom hill that's fair that's what i would do
0: that's fair by the way wouldn't you take taysom hill if they did a deshaun watson trade
1: no i would not (laughs) Uh, you
0: I thought no. you would take some Taysom
1: Hill. Okay, it would be. Oh yeah, it'd be Taysom Hill. Yeah, uh, Garner Johnson
0: and two four, first rounders. four first round picks. I thought you said two first I said rounders. Two, oh, no. I, I said that you always go with four first rounders, yeah. which I still think the best bet if you are going to trade Deshaun, trade him back to Miami. Or yeah, you had to get, get your,
1: your Or trade with Jacksonville.
0: No, get your picks back. Get no, your I picks say trade
1: him with Jacksonville.
0: I mean, Jacksonville ain't gonna get, get one the picks. overall.
1: Oh, get the Jalen Ramsey pick and then get uh, get Miles Jack or Josh Allen.
0: Yeah, you'd have to get something else. You would have to get one more thing to make it worth it. All right. Josh Allen. What about Robinson?
1: James. Give me Josh Allen. Give me James Robinson. Yeah. Give me one overall. There we go. And then give me 17 overall.
0: There we go. We got it. Damn. That's a lot, but you know what? If you get number one overall, I think that's a little bit different. Yeah. But even though Deshaun is probably godlike, so I don't think it is different. It just and sucks. then
1: Lawrence ends up being Blaine Gabbert 2.0. That's
0: true. Yeah. That'd be funny.
1: I may tweet. Th- I'll, I gotta tweet that tomorrow. But it's Does this concern you, Jacksonville?
0: <laughs> you should give us him. We'll give you Deshaun. That's what you'll t- tweet back. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. But uh, you see, You'd they do anything you for s- Josh Allen.
1: Well, he's still playing right now. Yeah, but you do Deshaun's anything. in Mexico.
0: You would trade Deshaun? Would you trade Deshaun Watson for Josh Allen straight up? No. You said that with a little bit of a smirk on I'm your face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, I, I was just, I was, just
1: I was still smiling about the last thing I said. Well, I said. Well, uh, Deshaun Watson's in Mexico. Our
0: six million listeners are just commenting all the hate about you right now for saying that you would stick with. No, Josh I've convinced Allen like Deshaun. No,
1: I've like I've got like Nobody eighteen convinces. I've in <laughs> like eighteen people on my side with Josh Allen. No,
0: um, eighteen yeah. people. They are all your brothers. No, they're not. And sisters. No,
1: they're not. That's what they are. Um, uh, they're not at all. But you see, Jackson we got Urban Meyer. It's official.
0: Yeah, until he has a health concern and then he's gone. Well,
1: he took too many, too much Adderall. And you know, what, you know what that means. He just paid players, and it was come The devil was coming up to him.
0: That's what it means when you take too much Adderall. Yes. That the devil. That's comes what, up. that's his heart
1: condition. Oh, I, I'm about to get caught for paying players. I have a heart condition now. I gotta retire.
0: Bro, if he really has a heart condition, you're going to hell.
1: I don't know. That's what it was going on.
0: No, nah, you're going to hell. You better hope that you're right on your reporting. Whose sources are you getting NCAA from? NCA was Casper?
1: like. NCA went to Ohio State. It's like. Either he has to step down, or we're going to crush all his programs like I go. All right, I'll go do television. Sounds good.
0: Wait, we're doing television now?
1: No, we're not. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it works, though. But, uh, well, that's the a- we're at 50 minutes, so that's the AFC preview. You'll have an NFC preview immediately after this. So, here in two seconds, I'm Matt Weston. Thank you for listening, Ballard Radio. Never you for Beyonce, Taylor. Go to hell. Oh, we didn't even make our pick. Who's your pick for this one? Oh, for this one?
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Let's be nice here. 45-30. I don't think it's even a question of who I'm picking here.
1: That's why we're not intelligent, by the way. Why are we not intelligent? <laughs> that we ended the show. We're like, oh, wait a second. We got to make well, it's the pick. Because we forgot about this game. Yeah, because yeah. It's or not it like, is it Dundee? Yeah, I know, but still. This isn't like a question. That was very, That's uh, the only um,
0: thing. Amateurish.
1: Very ABA of us. But I still B- feel very like Xf- Hey, we're the XFL dude of may- the of the maybe, podcast. But it
0: just still feels like that. Come on, dude. Maybe this that, is too easy of a pick. I oh, don't know.
1: We messed up. We could have done that better. But yeah, I have Kansas City 4120.
0: Stop copying me.
1: So you have Baltimore, I have Buffalo. We both have Kansas City. Uh so here in a few seconds is an NFC division round preview. Until next time. I really mean it this time. I'm Matt Weston. Thank you for listening to Bowery Radio. And uh, thank you for continuing to talk to me, Taylor.
0: I'm busy. That sounded good to me. I thought it was pretty good. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial.